Hello, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln, a political podcast. I am one of your two co-hosts, Abraham Lincoln, the actual 16th president of the United States. My other co-host is Timothy Robert Dunn, a podcaster living in Chicago, Illinois in the present day. And uh, normally he is the one who does the intros, but this week uh, he summoned me, which he's able to do because our souls became intertwined ever since he visited my house in Springfield, Illinois, like over a year ago, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, ever since he summoned me, um, I've been kind of hanging out at his YMCA apartment, uh, hoping that his roommate Alec doesn't come home because I'm not a fan of him, and just waiting for Tim to get back. He says he's at a job interview, but I also see he wrote a note to himself here that a very important game is uh, being released on something called PS4 today, so I'm not... Uh, optimistic he's at the job interview. In fact, I'm pretty convinced that he's actually just waiting in line for this game to be released. So anyway, I thought I'd go ahead and get ahead with the podcast here. Uh, It seems this week that uh, Timothy wanted to discuss the anthems. Uh, I asked him uh, what we're discussing this week, and he said, oh, you know, the anthem stuff. So I wasn't quite sure what he meant, so I did some Googling, and I see now that there were some protests with the national anthem this week. So I think I'll try my best to cover that, and uh, we shall see where that leads us. So anyway, I understand that there have been a lot of protests during the National Anthem this week and uh, something called professional football games, something that did not exist in my time. Uh, does not mean it's not a valid recreational activity or whatever activity you would classify it as. However, uh, my only familiarity is through um, a very important very um, good work of fiction that Timothy's actually, I think, recommended. I think he's the one who recommended it to me multiple times on this podcast before, saying it was a really important uh, thing to watch. It would really give me a good idea about what modernity is like. So upon his recommendation, I have watched many times The Waterboy, starring Adam Chandler. And I got to say, this movie is hilarious. Uh, Adam Chandler is just straight up wacky. He's got a very funny voice, which I've never heard before, and he's surrounded by a lot of wacky characters. They got this guy in this movie. This guy, he's just there, and he's not even, like, really a part of it, but he's in, like, kind of the background, and he just shows up every once in a while being like, uh, you can do it! <laughs> oh, <laughs> this, he just, he's out of nowhere. It's so random. He's just like, you can do it! And it just, like, cuts away from him. It's so good. Anyway, The Waterboy, Tim was not wrong. The Waterboy is worth watching. And I got to say, if if football is like The Waterboy, I mean, it looks like a lot of fun. A lot of men uh, colliding, throwing each other, having fantasies about uh, taking out uh, their revenge on their bullies and their mother on the field. I mean, it, it's a lot of fun. And I highly recommend Waterboy. And I highly understand why people would be so... Uh, uh, captivated this week. If if professional football is uh, like 10% as entertaining as Waterboy, then I could see why this would be such a disruption. So I had to do some research into what these protests were and what were happening. And I will say I was concerned. I understand. Uh, hopefully I can see both sides of the issue here. But then again, just uh, keep in mind, I am a, uh, uh, a man, a product of my era, the mid-1800s. And I'm doing my best to adjust to modernity, and also I am a recovering white supremacist. So anyway, those disclaimers uh, are always a little bit valid. So anyhow, it seems these protests began when someone named Colin Kaepernick began kneeling during the national anthem to protest uh, to 
protest. What did he say? Uh, how do you say it? Uh, I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. To me, this is bigger than football, and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the street, and people getting paid leave, and getting away with murder. End quote. I understand his concern, and I understand why people would be upset by this. The national anthem is an important uh, symbol to our country, and I understand that if someone is not uh, kneel, if someone is not standing at attention to it, that, that this is something that would be uh, uh, offensive to many people. You know, if if we stopped respecting the the anthem and the the, the American flag that is raised during the anthem, I understand that some people feel that kind of a slippery slope. We would stop respecting a lot of other things that we have to, in this country that are meant to unify us. Standing for the National Anthem is one of the few things we had left to, uh, to unify us, and if we jettison this, this tradition, then perhaps we would lose a sense of ourselves. And I understand that these little, uh, these little customs are what make a nation. They are the social fabric of the country. And they're things that should bring us all together and remind us of the sacrifices that others have made to create this country in the first place. In my time, I was a fan of a man named Henry Clay, who uh, was a great patriot. And unlike many of the people in my time who just felt like July 4th was just an excuse to party, he understood why we shot the cannons off. They were in order to remember the sacrifices that many people had to make to start a revolution that which birthed a new America. And it was something that was important to keep in mind, that it wasn't just a party, it was actually a holiday to remember the solemn promise we all make to each other to be in this great nation. So I'm very, very sympathetic to those people who think these symbols are very important. They certainly are to me. However, I will say that these symbols represent a system and a free society in which we do not demand loyalty. We we try to earn it from our citizens, and if someone wants to, to exercise his freedom of speech to protest in, in a manner of ways, then we are obviously obligated to listen to what he has to say. Now, I understand it's not just Colin Kaepernick who was protesting. I understand he's not even in the league now, perhaps because he was protesting. Other people have joined in since, and now it's a little bit unclear what people are protesting even anymore because uh, the President of the United States in his typical tactful, graceful manner has inserted himself saying that anyone who does this protest should be fired by the NFL as if he does not quite understand freedom of speech. And so now people are in fact protesting, I think merely just to demonstrate their ability to protest and protect that sacred right. And I think it's a little even muddier now that many of the owners of teams who gave money to Donald Trump's campaign are now joining in these protests and, and now kind of co-opting them to be about team unity or something. So it's a little unclear, but it is clear to me from my understandings of the law that these protests are protected speech, just as burning a flag, though you may not like it and it may be distasteful for you, that is someone's constitutionally protected right. Now, perhaps the president was aware that the NFL had a rule that said people should be paying attention and standing at attention during the national anthem, um, but I doubt that. And also that rule says should, and it doesn't say they have to. So if the owners in the league is, are choosing not to pro to, uh, to fine players or to fire players for protesting in this manner, then there's really not that can be not a lot that can be done about it. So we have that to kind of unwrap as well. Now, 
understand the national anthem is also a very important part to all sporting events. They play it before basketball games, baseball games. They play it before football. Now, they didn't play it in Waterboy, which I'm a little confused by. I don't know. I understand it's a very important part of the game. So I wish they would have maybe included more of the national anthems, like maybe played the national anthem before every single game. Uh, I think that would add a lot to the movie. I have determined also through my research that they do play the national anthem and other things as well, uh, such as the opening of Every Day at SeaWorld. The national anthem is played. So it's an important thing. I, I just think that you know, it's an important tradition, and, and perhaps it's worth examining why it's there in the first place and why it needs to be there and how people can uh, appreciate it in their own ways. So it's worth considering. Now, back to the original crux of the matter, Colin Kaepernick's uh, feelings that uh, African Americans and other minorities are perhaps being discriminated against by the justice system. Now, I will just say that uh, that does not sound too far-fetched to me, seeing as I lived in a time where we had um, slavery, which was um, pretty much uh, the worst, that there would be vestigial organs or otherwise remains or remnants of that system that would be perpetuating inequalities and oppressing minorities to this day. Now, I understand that many people will say things like, well, you know, African Americans are more likely to commit crimes than African Americans, that, so perhaps that's why they're being killed by police officers. Well, it seems that, you know, they're still more likely to experience some sort of force in interactions with police. They're more likely than white Americans to be shot and killed by police officers. And there's also this idea that, well, you know, maybe they shouldn't, Colin Kaepernick and others shouldn't be worried about this idea because actually, you know, most crime is committed by black people on black people. And if he really wanted to help his community, he could do something about that. I understand he does do a lot of other things to help his community, passing out suits in front of, for job interviews for convicted felons, all sorts of things like this to raise awareness and money. For, and he's raised lots of money. But this idea that, oh, uh, we shouldn't worry about police brutality and perhaps justice, the justice system oppressing minorities because minorities are oppressing themselves is kind of apples and oranges. It's it's not really relevant to the cause at hand. If he has a cause and you say there's a different cause, it doesn't mean that he's, his cause is any lesser than the other cause in question. Now, I will also say that because America is, oh, let's see, what's this word? It starts with an S. Oh, yes, still segregated in many ways that you know, people live, tend to live with people of their same racial classifications. And moreover, because people tend to be murdered by people they know, and most people know people of the same racial classifications of themselves, because America is still uh, uh, segregated, I believe that's the word, that this fact is not unique to African-American communities. It holds for all ethnic communities. So it's a very complicated issue, and there are no easy answers. Some people feel like there are judicial reforms needed. Some people feel like, oh, we need maybe more citizen uh, overwatch of the Justice Departments, perhaps we need better policing or less policing or different types of policing. There are no good, easy answers. It's a hard issue to talk about for the reasons that I have just discussed, which is why most people try to avoid talking about it, which is why it's been hard to raise awareness of this issue before Colin Kaepernick's protest, which is why anyone who kind of asks, why are they even protesting, is pretty much the reason why people are protesting. So there you have it. That's kind of the recap as I see it. It's 
a very important issue, one that's not really covered by Waterboy, and I would have liked to have seen Adam Chandler really discuss that. But I suppose that's for another time, and perhaps I should just write Adam Chandler a letter. I will say this, that there is something extremely patriotic about what Colin Kaepernick is doing here. And oftentimes we conflate the flag and patriotism and the national anthem and all of these things tied up with patriotism as just a very specific thing of giving your life and sacrifice in combat. But there are all sorts of patriots. Nurses, doctors, school teachers, social workers. All of these people are patriots in their own way. And someone who says that America is not quite living up to the promise that it has made its people is also a patriot. We should listen to someone who says he's not quite satisfied with America and respect him for having the courage to do so. We should not be upset with him for saying such a thing. We should not question his patriotism or question his loyalty or question his own values just because he says he does not currently love every single thing about America. Being able to say that is a form of patriotism. And being angry with someone for raising grievances or bringing awareness to an important issue is not patriotism. That is dismissive. That's not helping. That's divisive. And it's really not our place to do so. It's our place to listen and to try to build a more perfect union together. Also, I gotta say, Waterboy is more than just some laughs. The love story in there is actually pretty romantic and charming, and I, I, I really have to give it all of the all of the best reviews. Also, at the end there, there's this part where the guy, the really random guy is there at the wedding, and he's like, you can do it. You can do it all night long. And it's like, it's like the cherry on the top. So, Waterboy, it's really worth it, and I highly recommend it. Well, that concludes 15 Minutes with Lincoln this week. I'll see you.